Welcome to the New Money Habits Podcast, where we talk about how to create a better plan for your money so you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Here are your hosts, Sarah Jones and Nino Villa. Hey, welcome back, budgeteers. Sarah Jones here. Um, I am flying solo today, so you guys get the opportunity to listen to just me today. Nino will be back with us very soon. Um, but uh, I want to start out the episode like we always do, and uh, Nino always asks, where in the United States am I? And as of this recording, um, we are in Arizona. Um, we will actually be here for a couple of months, so you're going to hear, um, I'm sure, on several episodes um, with me saying that we are here in Arizona and happy to be back. This is one of my most favorite places ever, so um, we try and spend a little bit of time here as much as we can during the winter months anyway. So um, just want to real quick say thank you for um, being here. Um, as always, if any of this resonates with you, if any of our episodes resonate with you, if you get any type of value out of them, um, I would love for you to share this, share the links, um, download and share with your friends. Let other people know. Um, we, one of our missions here with the podcast is really to normalize the conversations around money and finances and how we all do things and and open our eyes maybe uh different perspectives and different ways of doing things so if you um any of this resonates with you then i would uh, ask that you share it with your friends and family um now on to what i really want to talk with you guys about today the holidays are going to be here before we know it. Um, so often we say, oh, it just, it snuck up on me. And and um, the truth is, I believe that the holidays don't necessarily sneak up on us if we're prepared. Um, when we make them a priority, when we prepare for them, then they don't come around and it's not a, a surprise and it's not as stressful. Um, and, you know, if you've listened to any of our episodes here, Nino and I definitely talk a lot about planning. And um, the holidays, Christmas, gift buying is no different. Now, when you listen to this episode, it's going to be closer to, um, you know, December. And the the opportunity for saving money um, for the holidays and for gift buying is it's going to be a little bit tougher. Let's just be honest, right? You don't have as much time if you're just now getting started, but there are some ways that you can definitely save. And, um, you know, just a couple of those, I'm just going to shoot out here a couple of ideas. I think we're going to have another episode on really preparing and planning long-term, but if you're just now starting, then I would say look at your budget very carefully and look to see kind of where you're bleeding money. Where are you spending money that doesn't have value and it's not adding value to your life right now? Um, now, it doesn't mean that it's not making things easier. It doesn't mean that, you know, there are some areas that you necessarily want to get rid of. But I always take a look and say, okay, if Christmas time, especially because that's um, when a lot of us spend a lot of money on gifts, right? Um, so if, if I'm typically stressed out around Christmas time and purchasing gifts and wondering how the heck am I going to fit this into my budget, then I want to take that into consideration when I'm looking at where I'm spending my money now and, and be real honest with myself and say, are there areas that I can make some adjustments now temporarily to reduce the stress of gift buying? 
And, you know, that's really what I want to talk with you guys about today is the gift buying. Um, I think I was the, the mom, the type of person, the friend for a long time that um, I love buying gifts. Um, I love having a tree filled with stuff underneath it to open up. Um, and as I started getting older and I really started looking at my money mindset and why I like to purchase so many gifts and, and I, I, I really had to be honest with myself and take a real hard look at what was the purpose of buying all the gifts. Um, what was the, my reaction to my kids' reactions, right? When they would open stuff up, were they really excited to get these things? Did they just kind of push stuff to the side? Um, and through reflection and through a lot of healing, a lot of work, I have come to realize that although I love giving gifts, I was giving more and more and more, kept purchasing just so I could have a, a larger number, just so I could give people more things. But it wasn't necessarily that I was giving them meaningful gifts. And when we're getting to this time of year when um, maybe we don't have a lot of time to be saving for gift giving, um, I want to share with you guys some ideas for meaningful um, and budget-friendly gift ideas. Now, budget-friendly is kind of a relative term, but with these ideas, I believe that most of these things can fit into anybody's budget. And so when I say budget-friendly, I mean to the masses, that most of us, most Americans can fit a lot of these gift ideas into their budgets. So and um, I'm really hitting the meaningful gifts um, because I think sometimes we we want our kids to be happy, right? And we want to get them all the toys and all the new stuff. And while that is fun and I'm not going to sit here and say don't do that, um, I think there are a lot of gifts that we can give that really create a lot of meaning um, and are received in a way that feels a lot better. So on with this list. Um, if you have um, some like new readers, um, even some people that I guess seasoned readers, but they like a particular author or there's a new, um, like there's a series of books, right? What I like to do and what I've done in the past, I think it's a great idea. I wish I would have done more of it is buy the first book in the series right? And put a little handmade coupon in there, right? So you, you're giving the gift of the first book and you can put a coupon in there and say, you know, after you finish this, if you liked it, then I'll purchase the second one for you, right? Or the next one in line. So you're not buying both of them right away. You're giving the receiver time to read it. Uh, they can let you know whether they like it or they don't. And then it spreads out the purchase, right? Um, so you're buying one now and then one book uh, later on. So you're spreading out the time frame of spending that money. Um, you know, I'm really big on experience gifts, and there are tons of different types of experience gifts out there. Um, one of my favorites that we have done for our kids uh, several times, actually, is by, like, their favorite band. We, we're big music lovers. And so buy their favorite musician or band t-shirt, right? So buy, buy a t-shirt and in the, the package, in the wrapping, make a, a handmade, like a coupon and say, you know, good for two concert tickets or good for concert tickets up to and put in a dollar amount. Um, you know, 
good for concert tickets up to $200 or up to $100 or whatever you feel comfortable with, right? And so when concerts are announced, they can then turn in that coupon to you and then you can say, okay, you can purchase or gift them the, the money at that point, right, to buy the tickets up to that dollar amount. Um, this is, I, I really loved this idea because, again, we are big concert lovers. Um, myself, my kids, we love going to concerts. And sometimes um, where we're from, a lot of concerts haven't been announced during Christmas time. And so this is a great gift idea that that happens later on. So they're they're getting an experience. They get to have a lot of fun at this concert and it was a Christmas gift, but you're not purchasing those tickets at this exact moment, right? Now, the caveat to this is, is that if you're giving these coupons, right, these delayed, like delayed um, gifts, so to speak, then you need to have a plan in place for putting this money aside. So when they turn in their coupon, you have that money available, Okay, so don't don't do this if you're not going to put a plan in place to make sure that those gifts that you're able to to spend that money and you're able to purchase those gifts when they turn them in. Um, you know, create a special playlist and share it. So this could be if you share an account um, with some of the bigger music, um, um, you know, apps and, and companies out there. So if you share then create a special playlist and share it with um, with those that you love. Pick songs that um, maybe are you find kind of inspirational. That that when you listen to that particular song, you think of the person that that you're creating this playlist for. Um, maybe there's you know some inside stories. Maybe there's some concerts that you went to together, right? And so you're putting some of those songs in a playlist for them. If you don't share an account, uh, a music type account with somebody, then you can you can create it just on a, a nice sheet of paper, handwrite them, and gift them, you know, this this playlist that you've just written down. So the name of the song and the artist, so they know where to go and find it, right? And so they can look it up. So a couple of different ways to do that. Um, put together a cookbook with your family favorites, right? Maybe recipes that have passed down. Um, from generation to generation. We actually did this last year for my son. He asked for some recipes and I thought, you know, um, we just put together this, it, it only cost a couple of dollars, uh, took some time, but just got a three ring binder, um, got some, you know, like a sheet protectors and went on the computer, typed up the recipes um, and printed them real nice and then put them in the binder, got some dividers. And I think we spent under $5 for that gift. But it's not the amount necessarily. It's that you're sharing recipes that somebody loved and again are passed down. So that's a really great, um, really great gift, I believe. Movie night basket um, with coupons for the theater. So not necessarily a gift card, right? Um, but uh, put together a fun little movie night basket. Um, favorite candies, some popcorn, maybe some fun little drinks in there. And um, then again, a handwritten or get on your computer and print off a, a fun little coupon and say this is good for date night or this is good for mom and son movie night.
right? And so, or father and daughter movie night, right? And so you're giving them, it's, it's an experience, but it's delayed, right? And so then they can choose. You can look at maybe a couple of months down the road, put it on the calendar, and then you know that that's something that you're putting into your budget um, for that time. Um, when you get invited to like the neighbors or, um, you know, co-workers invite you to holiday parties, and these are kind of unexpected invites. I have found that sometimes these cause a little bit of stress. We don't know how to handle these unexpected invites. And so um, a couple of gift ideas that I, I, I first want to say that you don't have to give a gift. You don't have to take a gift with you. Now, some of us do find that, you know, that's nice. It's um, um, we like to do those those types of things. But it doesn't have to break the budget. Right. And so a couple of my favorite ideas for those unexpected invites, and even if they're not necessarily unexpected, um, but to, eh, a nice handwritten note and take your favorite like spice blend. So if you do any like grilling or smoking, right, and you've got a favorite um, recipe for um, how to smoke a brisket or you've got a favorite spice blend that you use, put it together, right? Even uh, maybe it's a recipe card or actually make some up and put it in a little bottle and then take that with a, a thank you card or a nice handwritten note. Um, a bouquet of, you know, nice fresh flowers. Um, one of my favorites, I love house plants. And so if you take some time now, buy some little fun little containers, they don't cost a lot and take some starts. So take some clippings off of your house plants now, stick them in the dirt and start some, some cuttings, um, of your favorite house plants. And so when these unexpected events happen, right? You've got a house plant that is part of yours that you're, you're gifting somebody else. Um, I really, really love that idea, especially I'm a plant kind of girl. So, um, but that again, those are nice to keep around. You can tie a nice ribbon on them. Again, a nice handwritten note. Um, digital photo albums. Now these can be kind of pricey. Um, there are a lot of different types of digital photo albums on the market now. Um, there are a couple that I really love. And last I looked, they were about $150. So, um, you know, that is a little bit on the pricier side for a gift, especially for some of us. Some may not think so. Some of us, you know, might. Um, but what I love about them is that you can hook them up through an app. And so you can continually be adding and changing pictures. And so when you gift this to somebody, um, they will constantly be able to see new pictures because you can change the pictures that you're uploading into that app. And so I always think that that's kind of fun, especially for long distance people. Maybe these are grandparents that you don't see very often, right? Maybe it's um, your kids that you don't see, you know, your, your kids are all over, right? Maybe this is a great idea. Um, there are some that you that um, allow you to record your voice. Uh, I really love that idea. Um, so looking at some of those digital photo albums. Um, one that, you know, as your kids get older, I, I, and, and I would say, you know, depending on your, your children, teens all the way up until however old, um, some of the younger kids might 
not understand the importance of it. Well, I think it's a great gift idea. They might not fully understand and appreciate the importance of this. And, but taking a journal and writing kind of a journal for each kid with handwritten notes in there, why they, um, you know, how they've inspired you, things that, um, you're proud of, um, funny things that they've said or they've done. Um, just like an inspirational quote, a song title, right? Um, book recommendations. These things, you know, if you take the time to write these handwritten notes, um, you know, this is something that not only do they have your handwriting, they've got your words. So these things that are coming directly from you that are very heartfelt, that they can keep forever, right? And um, I really believe I'm going to start one for each of my kids and I'm going to do it throughout the year. Um, so I'm going to pick one up and, and start it for each of my kids and do it throughout the year. And then that way, when I gift it to them next year, it's going to have a whole year's worth of thoughts and, um, you know, just things, you know, conversations, right. That we've had and, um, ways that I am proud of them and just all the stuff. So, um, somebody shared with me that I hadn't thought of before, but I thought it was a really fabulous idea is that if, again, this is kind of for the book lovers, but if you love books, right, and you read some and box them up and send them to, maybe it's your sister, maybe it's your um, son, maybe it's your parents, a friend, right? And you just kind of do this exchange. Now, it doesn't have to be just at like the holiday time, right, as a gift, but this could be throughout the year that you're kind of giving them a gift by sending them all of your favorite books that you've already read. Um, and then they might very likely do the same for you. Um, so I think that those are a, a couple of my thoughts and my ideas on ways to give some meaningful gifts during the holidays that, that won't cause hopefully won't cause a financial strain on you. Um, a lot of these, again, don't necessarily cost a lot of money, but really bring a lot of meaning um, to the holiday season. And, you know, I mean, let's just be honest, guys. This doesn't only have to be for, you know, Christmas and for Hanukkah and all these, all, all of the other gift-giving holidays right now, but they can be for, for um Valentine's Day, for birthdays, for anniversaries, right? There's a lot of different ways that you can use these gift ideas in the year to come. So um, thank you guys. A quick thank you to everyone that listens in. Um, we appreciate you very much. If you have any questions, you can always email us at podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Send your questions and we would love to answer your questions on the podcast. That's podcast singular podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Um, in the show notes, there are also links to schedule a free um, uh, conversation with Nino and a free conversation with myself. Um, so those links are in the show notes. So if you'd ever like to have a conversation with either of us, click the show notes and go in and, and click those links and go ahead and schedule. We'd love to um, chat with you. So um, thank you for sticking around with me today. I hope that you 
got some good gift giving ideas and and it sparked a little something inside of you and and um, helps you on your journey for this holiday season. Um, until next time, everyone. Thank you for listening to the New Money Habits podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Keeping Up with the Joneses Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Join our growing group of like-minded people on Facebook and follow us on your favorite platform. Music provided by Summer School.